Hello and welcome to the Opposite Effect Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Dustin Diodato. I am one of your co-hosts, Dave Warth. And we are recording this on a Wednesday night, the same night uh, that Trump has hopped on a plane to go to Europe. Uh, uh, and if you don't re- you just feel, you feel better. lighter? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, like, I don't think he's going to be able to tweet as much. He's He's physically and metaphorically taking all his shit with him. Yeah. Because, you know, like, he devastates the White House bathrooms, you know. Like, uh, well, last time he left, yeah, uh, he was basically, like, still on the tarmac before people were like, oh, by the way, they're also investigating Jared Kushner. Oh, yeah, and by the way, this other thing is happening. Sure. So my assumption is that people just wait till he's, like, gone. gone yeah, yeah. And then they dump a bunch of, like, awful news that he's going to hate. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping... That uh, this podcast is obsolete right? by the time you have an opportunity to hear it, because that's happened again. Uh, but it is uh, uh, a little after 8 o'clock here on the East Coast on a Wednesday night. So mm-hmm. uh, you'll know whether or not that happened when you listen to it. Yeah. It's also, it's July 5th. Did you have a good 4th? I did. Awesome. Yeah, it was the last one, so I figured I'd really, yeah, you know, yeah. do it up. <laughs> what was doing it up? Uh, actually, no. We watched the uh, the the Macy's. Fourth uh, of July, spectacular. <laughs> I thought for a second you were going to say we watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. No, which uh, would have been an awesome way. I want to start celebrating the wrong holidays. Yeah, on holidays, that'd be so fun. Uh, I mean, if you want to have a turkey on Fourth of July, I'll come over and eat it. Okay, I mean, you'll be the only one. Yeah, that's Both fine. My wife and I are vegetarians. Right, but it's, so we'll just it's, stare at you while you eat a turkey. Yeah, thank you for making it. No problem. Okay, so. For the last 25 episodes, yeah, or 24, because this is 25, this is 25, I've been asking you for a crazy Trump tweet song. Yes. Um, do you have a crazy Trump tweet song? Dustin. Tweet song. I have a crazy Trump tweet song that I wrote and recorded and brought here tonight. Professionally? Oh. Like you, you did it. I, like, had, I, I got some real pros in, and I'm so happy with how it turned out. And I want you to hear this song to introduce our crazy Trump tweets this right. week. Wow, you wrote that? I wrote that. That was me. That uh that is the song um that they're going to play at the end of America. Yeah. Uh yeah. and at the start of our crazy Trump tweets. Yeah. So, um crazy Trump tweet number 1. <sighs> it's hard for me to believe that the events referenced by this Trump tweet happened just a week ago. This yes. happened the day after we recorded our last episode, and uh, it is both unsettling to me that it's still relevant because it is so fucking dumb, but it also, it's so crazy. Yeah, that's, that's every time, like, in our little, like, packet of information, mm-hmm. crazy Trump tweets are at the top 
of 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 everything. And every time we both look at it, we're like, that was this week? Yeah. Are you shitting me? So number one's a two-parter. Uh, here we go. I heard poorly rated at morning underscore Joe speaks badly of me. Don't watch anymore. Then how come low IQ crazy Mika along with psycho Joe came ellipsis? And here's the next one. To Mar-a-Lago three nights in a row around New Year's Eve and insisted on joining me. Then he says something really unpleasant about her appearance and I'm not going to read it because mm-hmm. fuck that. Um, but he ends with, I said no. Right. The appearance thing and the... The appearance... Uh, the and appearance the I said thing. no. I don't want to give the impression that it was some sort of like... No, you know. the, the I said no is in reference to can we hang out at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Um, but you knew that because you've probably heard that tweet. Yeah. Um, uh, if you're... I mean, if you're coming to us for his tweets, right? Get on Twitter. Um, and, and any sane person who lived ever would have said, "Okay, I got a lot of backlash." Yeah, that was the one tweet that, like, all the Republicans were like, oh, oh, oh. "Yeah." Um, so it was done. Yeah. No. It was you know settled. Yeah. No, it wasn't though. It wasn't. Watched low-rated at morning underscore Joe for first time in a long time. Fake news! He called me to stop a National Enquirer article. I said no. Bad show. So here's the thing about this. Um, Trump really just stepped on his own dick pretty hard, if you believe morning Joe. I don't think we even... Did we even include the one where he talks about, like, it's not their fault, it's... NBC's bad people. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's the next one. Okay. You want to hear it? Yeah. Let's, let's just let's just it. get them all get them all out there. Crazy Joe Scarborough, Scarborough, and dumb as a rock Mika are not bad people. <laughs> They're just crazy and dumb as a rock. Apparently. Yeah. I call all kinds of people crazy and dumb as a rock, um, but their low-rated show is dominated by their NBC bosses. Too bad. Doesn't NBC own The Apprentice? Yes, it does. Okay. Cool. That aside, um, so Trump tweeted, Trump was the one who brought up the Inquirer in mm-hmm. all this, which is a real bad move if what he's saying isn't true. And Morning Joe says it's not true. Morning Joe says, in fact, uh, that what happened with Mar-a-Lago is also what happened with the Inquirer, which is, in the case of Mar-a-Lago, uh, Trump kept begging them to come to Mar-a-Lago <laughs> and being like, come to Mar-a-Lago, it'll be great. And, then, and, and Mika was like, I really don't want to. We're not out of the closet as a couple yet. And also, I don't like this turd the way you like him. And Joe was like, come on, it'll be fun. So they went for like two hours. Uh, whatever. Also, I think Mika would be like, if she was what Trump said about her personal appearance, she'd know it <laughs> yeah. and do something about it. Any, so that happened. With the Inquirer, the contention from the Morning Joe is, and by the way, I don't consider the Morning Joe a particularly uh, reliable narrator here mm-hmm. or anything, but who cares? He's up against Trump. Uh, 
the Morning Joe contends that uh, a bunch of people came to them from Trump, and the Daily Beast includes uh, Jared Kushner as one of them, saying, listen, why don't you go easier on Trump? Um, it'd be good for you. And then the Morning Joe's like, what? What do you mean by that? And they're like, well, the National Enquirer is going to run an article about how you two are a secret couple and we're having an affair. And the Morning Joe's like, yeah, A, everybody kind of knows it, and B, doesn't everybody assume that about everybody in the media? Like, listener at home, you assume that Dustin and I are having sex, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I Um, mean, not right now. Not currently. I'm not actively inside of you, but there's a lot of tension in the air right now, (laughs) because I'm not. Um, So... The morning, the morning Joe's like, uh, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak my truth, and my truth is that I used to think that Donald Trump was a cool dude, and now I think he's kind of square. And everybody's like, all right, well, the, the Inquirer is going to run this article, and Donald could just pick up the phone and tell him not to. And the morning Joe's like, cool, I'm going to save all these. <laughs> and I'm yeah, gonna, why wouldn't I? I'm going to save all these texts and the emails that you've been sending, them, sending me, and I'm also going to talk to my bosses at NBC about it. So that all happened. Uh, those are a bunch of crazy tweets, and that that came from the president of the United States came of from America. The president of the United States of America, and may reference blackmail. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. Yeah, blackmail is a crime. I am hoping that when this whole thing goes down. That it goes down at a place that's not the Watergate Hotel, um, and that we get a new, ooh yeah yeah yeah, a new gate yeah right because right now there's like Morning Joe Gate, mm-hmm. there's you mm-hmm. know whatever Christie like Beach Gate, um, all these things like yeah. I'm hoping that it's like you know Morning Joe Hilton <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. uh, and then that becomes like the I new mean, it's gonna be a Trump property, yeah. I think it's going to be like a everything's going to end in a like a lago. Lago. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. That wouldn't be so bad. Well, on to the next tweets, huh? Yeah. All right. Uh, I again the, just for the uh, I I we're not the first people who mentioned it, but it is really a thing where you know that like there is a not 0% chance that there's going to be a history book with dumb as a rock Mika. Oh, written yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he's also, like, such a douchebag about, like, calling women dumb and crazy and commenting on their physical mm-hmm. appearance. Without getting into the physical appearance thing, he said, like, this is the second time he's referenced a blonde woman yeah. anchor in the context of bleeding, mm-hmm. which is specific. Yeah, I mean, like... Uh, oh, I mean, calling... Calling, uh, calling him a psycho yeah. isn't, like, super nice either. It's not. Like, the stuff he did against Mika was, like, appreciably worse. Sure. But it's not like calling him a psycho and low IQ or whatever like that is all, like, acceptable things no, for no, no. a president it's not. to do. No, no, it's not. It's just there's definitely, like, a gendered thing right. he's doing here. That's gross. But it's, it's interesting that, like, you have to pick your battles within the confines of a tweet. You have to pick your battles within the confines of a tweet, and despite the con- uh, the uh, the limitation on characters, there's still several awful things per tweet. <laughs> yes. So moving right along to more awful things, 
I am thinking about changing the name hashtag fake news CNN to hashtag fraud news CNN. Yeah. Um, Thank you for keeping us posted. You don't have to tell us that. You can just do it. No, there. I mean, you've been working on this. I mean, I think I you're. Mean, yeah, like I think you're giving him too little credit. That like, you know, it's important. What do you think? Like, he, I mean, like in my mind, here's what happened. Like the head of the DNI and the head of the CIA and the National Security Advisor all come in with the PDB for the day. They yeah, sit down. It's like sit down. Like they open it up. They're like, okay, well, today we're going to be discussing the North Korean. Uh, tensions and um, what we can do to try and drive a wedge between China and North Korea because China is one of their main funders, okay? So what I was thinking, and then Trump just goes, eh, de, 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 de. what if instead of fake news CNN, I call it fraud news CNN? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Can we just get back to the... All right, everyone the, can go. Uh, yeah, no, but I mean, North Korea... Yeah, uh, no, no, I, 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 I'll handle it. I'll handle it. I got some tweets. Okay, but I, I don't know... I got some I don't, tweets. I, don't, I got some tweets. I'm saying I, I, I Are you saying you're not going to do what the president says to do? No, I got I, some tweets about that. I, I just think this is an actual emergency that we need tweeting, to deal Tweeting. Tweeting right now about fraud news CNN. Okay, I'm going to go sell my house and move somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so after he tweets about... Fake news CNN and fraud news CNN. Then mm. he tweeted a GIF. Yep. And you saw the GIF. You saw the GIF of uh, Donald Trump back in his wrestling days, uh, punching out. Uh, I think it was Vince McMahon. It was. Uh, but they replaced Vince McMahon uh, with a, uh, a I CNN mean, logo. Yeah. His face and Donald Trump beats it up. Um, Donald Trump's a very bad wrestler is one of the things that I noticed. Like he's, he really doesn't sell well. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so that happens. And, uh, then the world reacts. There was, there was a counter one to that, by the way. I don't know if you saw the counter one. Uh, because technically, uh, Donald Trump loses in the wrestling match. Oh, cool. He beats up Vince McMahon, but later on he gets beat up. Uh, by a different wrestler mm-hmm. uh, whose face was covered with an FBI <laughs> logo. That's cute. That's cute. Um, there was a lot of work done on who actually made this uh, GIF originally, and um, they found a guy on Reddit, some 50-year-old guy who doesn't want to be identified and who feels real bad about it. But interestingly... That's probably not the actual gift that Trump used. Really? Yeah. Um, BuzzFeed did some real like investigative work on that mm. and noticed, for example, that the Redditor's post, um, Han Asshole, Hans, Han, Han Asshole Solo, solo, solo uh, that guy, that guy must have gotten on Reddit early to get Han Asshole Solo, by the mm. way. Um, but that guy uh, posted Nev Audio. He what? It didn't have audio. Oh, okay. And the CN and the and the one Trump ran with did. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I never yeah. had the audio up during the. And then, so then they looked around and they found a different, like a meme scraper mm-hmm. for Reddit that found it. That is, 
pretty anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. like, just as like a, a place people go. They still haven't figured out how it got to Trump or Trump's phone. Yeah, I mean, I preferred... Somebody had to send it to him physically. I was disappointed because I preferred that he was sitting there with After Effects and keyframing <laughs> it, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, so that kind of bummed me out. Um, it's, I guess the question is, like, can you put that in the history books? Like, I, I think the history books moving forward are going to be, like, interactive. Yeah. You know, they're going to be on... So you can just click a button Netflix. and be like, oh, look at that. Oh, That's, look at that. The president of the United States did that. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving right along. Now, I want you to remember that he did that for a little bit, because I'm going to reference it again later Yeah. Uh, when we get to North Korea. Yeah. Also, um, in explaining it, Trump has a very good ex- explanation, and it's our next tweet. My use of social media is not presidential. It's modern-day presidential. Make America great again. Did, did anybody want a modern day president? Because I, I feel I like I thought he wanted to make it, these 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 statements seem to contradict each other. Modern day presidential and make America great again. Everybody seems to want Eisenhower, and they're talking about making America great again, right? Yeah, uh, and I think um, I think we can all agree that like if, if this is a modern day president, we are on a sharp decline, the decline of yeah. of what president means. Yeah. All right, well... There was nobody who saw that tweet that, like, um, wasn't, didn't already want to blow him that, like, was like... Yeah. That wasn't like, fuck, fuck you. Yeah, no, he's acting like a fucking, like, Reddit shit poster. Like, this, yeah. this is terrible. This is awful. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have words for how terrible this is. Um, speaking of terrible, Donald Trump has a two-parter. North Korea has just launched another missile. Does this guy have anything better to do with his life? Hard to believe that South Korea, ellipsis, and Japan will put up with this much longer. Perhaps China will put a heavy move on North Korea and end this nonsense once and for all. Now, now I could have in some ways accepted that tweet. Sure. Given that I have lowered my uh, bar sure. for what a president can do to the point where it's Pretty much touching the floor. Um, when I mentioned when I mentioned that, um, does this guy have anything better to do? Yeah. Um, you're saying that Trump, like you're you're you who just yesterday right posted a a, a thing of you clotheslining CNN yeah from when you were a professional wrestler yeah um is criticizing somebody who. Albeit, you know, is probably a fucked up weird dude trying to defend his country. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't, I, uh, here's what I noticed or was pointed out to me. Um, the use of the term heavy move, it's not the first time we've heard that from Donald Trump. He uses it on the Axis Hollywood tape. I put Does a he? heavy move on her. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got shot down like a bitch. Yep. So that's, yeah. I guess I guess he's... Still that guy. Still that guy. Weird. Who would have thought he'd still yeah. be that guy? Um, and then he followed it up. Yep, he followed it up. Uh, trade between China and North Korea grew almost 40% in the first quarter. So much for China working with us, but we had to give it a try. 
Yep. Because cause in politics and in like international politics, especially, you don't want to give them more than like 100 days. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, you know, if trade grew in the first quarter, that's from January to May, right? March. No, first quarter is January to March. January to March. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so not during the time that any of this time. was specifically going on. Right. Okay. Also, so that means give up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a very, th- that was a very bad idea, that tweet. And I'm actually, I was honestly a little shocked that a lot of people didn't freak out more about it. But I think we're post freak out on, on what he has to say. Right. I mean... And it's interesting because the, the G20 summit's coming up. He's going to see the fucking dude in like a day. Yeah. Um, and the only thing that he did know was that Russia and China got together and were like, I think this is what we should do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe we pressure North Korea, but only if South Korea and the Americans stop doing other stuff. Right. Um, so you had an ally. No, you don't. No, you don't. Um, and there's been this whole argument that like, look, Russia can be a total asshole, but like when it came to war, yeah, they can't do shit. Right. You know, um, we'd still devastate them. Now, Russia and China. Yeah. That's a whole different story. Yeah. So it's good that they are developing a bond, uh, opposite us. Uh, I'm glad to see that, uh, that that's happening. Yeah. Um, so, um, as I said, last 4th of July. Yeah, I mean, Trump's de- driving all kinds of people together. He's driving uh, Qatar towards the Iranians, for example, mm-hmm. which is not, not, not good. But He's driving India towards the Israelis. That just happened, which is interesting and, and very strange. But I am confident, like, I'm confident that this time in Obama's presidency, yeah. that basically, like, the same thing was going on. Right. You know, well, like, if you think back to 2008, like, I'm sure that, like, he was destroying our relationship sure. with with all of our allies. Well, we, like, I, you know, like, this is a good time to bring up our new um, uh, segment this week in Obama's presidency. Yeah, just, as, just so we can compare, like, where it stood, because he was clearly, to a lot of people, a national embarrassment. Right. Uh, the worst person, the worst president ever. Um, so what was he up to? What was, what was Barack Obama up to, uh, this week during his presidency? We covered Donald Trump's week. Um, so June 28th, uh, uh, the president and the first lady hosted a reception in the East Room for LGBT Pride Month. Oh, okay. Sort of like it was Pride Month in June this year. Yeah. Except it wasn't wasn't because the White House didn't recognize it as Pride Month. Cool. Noted. Um, this one's just vague. The president delivered remarks at an, e- at an event in the East Room to highlight programs that have been able to make a difference in communities across the country. Vague, but nice. But yeah. You want to make a difference. Uh, July 1st, Obama holds an on te- online town hall meeting to discuss health care reform. He's joined by senior advisor Valerie Jarrett. Oh, good. Yeah, so he was... He was doing. He was taking the lead on healthcare reform and uh, shining a lot of sunlight on the process. Yes, um, much like 
Donald Trump. Yeah, no, comparatively, um, Trump suggested we repeal yeah. uh, the we Affordable would. Care Act yeah. and then replace it and some other time. Some if other he, time. If they can't p- pass the replacement bill, that's fine. Yeah. Um, 25 million people would lose insurance immediately. Uh, the president met in the Roosevelt Room on July 2nd with leaders of companies that are creating jobs. The president also delivered remarks about innovation and jobs in the White House Rose Garden. That was nice of him. On July 4th, the White House celebrated uh, Independence Day. That's kind of pretty standard. What what happens, yeah. Just kind of do that. And uh, that was the uh, public uh, events for Barack Obama. Yeah, so pretty much the same thing. Pretty much the same thing. What a jerk that Barack Obama was. Yep. Um, what I highly recommend you do, and I started doing this yesterday, is um, every time something goes awful, I just watch an episode of The West Wing, first oh. three seasons, um, and then it makes me feel better because I know that like um, that all the world isn't the worst. No, it's a fictitious... I mean, pretend world isn't. Pretend world isn't, yeah. yeah. Um, but it makes me feel a little bit better that like there's at least another human being out there that isn't the worst, even if it's a fake human being that um, was never actually president. But I would 100% vote for, for president Sure. before this. I, I mean, I'd vote for Sorkin, which is probably not a great idea. But eh. anyway, anyway. Uh, let's move on. This week in smoke. Wait, there's more smoke? There's more smoke. How could there be more smoke? There's been so much smoke. Well, the fire's pretty big. But at a certain point, you run out of smoke, don't you? Like, do you run out of oxygen? Doesn't, doesn't smoke need oxygen? I guess fire, fire needs, needs oxygen. oxygen. And smoke is the gassed off product of the... Okay. Yeah. Well, what's our smoke? All right. Um, this week, uh, so a GOP operative. This is a very weird story. The Washington... Uh, it should be a lot bigger than it is. Yeah. But we can talk about why it wasn't, because I have some opinions on it. The Wall Street Journal went with a story... Um, GOP operative sought Clinton's emails from hackers implied a cl- connection to Flynn. J- just to be clear before we start this story, the Wall Street Journal, a known liberal wreck. Yeah, complete liberal wreck. Yeah. Uh, they, and by that, I'm being sarcastic. Yes. Because it's owned by fucking it's Rupert, Rupert Murdoch. Paper. Um, yeah, so fucking... Uh, the guy who runs this article is a guy by the name of Shane Harris. Shane Harris is a member of the Lawfare Group, basically. Um, and uh, had been doing a lot of work on the Russia thing, uh, despite being at that liberal rag. This guy, um, Peter Smith, comes in and is like, hey, you've been working on the Russia thing. I want to tell you what really happened. Shane's like, all right, cool, go ahead. They get one interview in, and then 10 days later, the guy dies. Yeah. Uh, Probably of natural causes. He was 81 years old. Story he tells is that he was approached by some people on the dark web who were like, "We found Hillary Clinton's thirty-three thousand emails, the ones that she had deleted from her server before handing it over." And this guy, just for the record, isn't like a random guy. Like he's, yeah, like he's the Forrest Gump of being he, a shitty. He's a Republican. GOP operative. He was one of the uh, Oppo researchers involved in Troopergate. During the, Clinton, mm. during the Bill Clinton years. Troopergate was never proven to be true, but it dogged Bill Clinton. Basically, it was a scandal where it was accused that Bill Clinton had, hired, had used 
Arkansas State Troopers to help arrange trysts for him. And which then we'll you know we'll guard Clinton, them. Which, if you know Bill Clinton... Plausible. Plausible. Anywho, so this guy tells his story and says, um, and he shows Shane Harris some emails, and those emails claim that he is working as a an agent between these people, these people in the deep web, that he knows that they are probably Russians, mm-hmm. and he has connections to Michael Flynn, who at that point was an official national security advisor to the Trump campaign. And an advisor to the Ukrainian, and a... Uh, and an unknown uh, agent of a foreign power. Yes. To, to Turkey, I believe, and possibly Russia. Right, I just want to give, I want to make sure we got the whole picture as to who this guy is. So, um, weird, goes, every, uh, goes Shane Harris, very strange. Starts poking around. They run another story. Um, one of the things that comes out in their reporting is that this matches up exactly to what CIA, what, what intelligence analysts had found, which is that Russians were seeking to move information to Flynn via a cutout. Mm-hmm. Weird. But, but, I mean... The argument was, even if Flynn did it, mm-hmm. which the White House said, like, look, Flynn didn't do it. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. But if he did, it was entirely an independent thing that had nothing to do with his campaign. Right. And that's nothing. why uh, Peter Smith's other documents, in the second article run by the journal, mentioned I, uh, Kellyanne Conway and Steve Bannon. And another advisor whose name we always forget yeah, because he's some other guy uh, that we never Clovis. hear about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's, he's advising agriculture now. So. Yeah, fuck that guy. They also mentioned an asset, or a, a, not an asset, but uh, somebody they were hoping to work with, a guy by the name of Matt Tate. Mm-hmm. Matt Tate also works at Lawfare. Ah, His, uh, that's convenient. Yeah, he is a guy who goes by the handle online, pawn all the things. Mm-hmm. And he is a security researcher who used to be who used to be with British intelligence. He's very highly respected in security research circles. And sometimes, when you do that kind of work, people come to you and are like, "Hey, I want you to authenticate some shady stuff I got my hands on." Isn't it pwn all the things? Pwn all the things. Yeah. yeah sure. I, I mean, there's no. I mean, noobs get pwned. That's noobs what happens. Get pwned, but there's no like. It's P W. Like I don't know how you fucking pronounce P W. Pwn. Yeah, I'm gonna assume it's it's pwned all P W N. Yeah. Come on. That's how I pronounce it. Yeah. You pronounce it how you want, babe. Okay. Do you. It's that sexual tension right there. Yeah. So, anywho. For the record, the sexual tension would be... The the tension yeah. would be far greater if you were inside me. That'd be very tense. Yeah. That'd be extremely... It'd be super awkward. That'd be very awkward if we were trying to do this with me inside of you. <laughs> and harder to get to the microphones, honestly. I'm pretty flexible. So, anyway... My the, wife is going to listen to this. <laughs> Maybe she'll learn something. Correction. My wife and my parents are going to listen to this. Maybe we'll all learn something. Nope. Nope. All nope. right. So moving right along. Uh, uh, Matt Tate uh, takes the opportunity to publish what he knew. And what he knew was that he had been approached by this guy who was like, I have all this shady info. And Matt Tate was like, this is, this, this is from Russia? And the guy's like, probably. And he's like, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. But look, we, got all, we, got, we got, probably got the secret emails. And Matt Tate was like, yeah, if they was, uh, 
genuine, they'd probably go through WikiLeaks. They'd probably give them to Wik WikiLeaks. Probably not genuine. Or a good portion of them, probably not genuine. I don't think this is good. Well, what if you just sign a DN uh, 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 do not uh, discuss form for mm -hmm. us? And then we go, and then we make you part of this. And Matt was like, nah, pass. Pass. Instead, I'm going to wait like a while and then write this article, which is what he did. Too long. He went to a couple other journalists, but until it was clear that this mirrored information that the intelligence community had, and t until the Wall Street Journal published information that mirrored the documents that Tate had. Yeah. Here, here's why, I, or, or is that basically the story? That's basically, the, yeah, that's the story. Um, here's why I don't think it's a bigger story. Um, because it doesn't help either side's narrative. Mm. Like, if you assume that it is 100% correct. Yeah then uh, the conservative side doesn't really want to talk about it right. because it's the first ties of collusion in any way sure. to the Trump campaign. Um, the Democrats don't want to talk about it because they know the Republicans have the out of saying, yeah, but if we were colluding, we'd already have the emails. Well, sure, and also... Why would we even have to ask for them? Why would we go looking for them? Right. The Russians would have just given them to us. Right, sure. The other thing is, like, it puts the emails back in a certain spotlight. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to be good at colluding to be colluding. Right, but I'm just saying that, like, I think if this is where collusion stops, mm. then I, I would think that, the, that Trump could get away with it. Right. Well, interestingly, um, Conway denied and Bannon denied, but nobody seems able to find Mike Flynn. Yeah. He seems to be missing, like he's talking to somebody somewhere yeah, and nobody like can track him down. Nobody can track him down to have a conversation with them because he's always like, phone's off the hook. He's... Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could, like, there are two ways you could look at it that there's he's flipped, mm -hmm. which everybody is hoping is the case. Mm -hmm. um, or two, his lawyer was like, hey, you talking to anyone does not benefit you in any way. Yeah. Um, so just don't. Just yeah. get a Netflix account. Borrow your parents' HBO Go, right? Uh, and just chill out. Yeah, I mean, it, it may it probably it probably I don't know if it helps him more to talk or not, but he is looking at multiple felonies. Yes, and if if it seemed like he could be prosecuted for those felonies, but not the felonies that everybody knows he committed, they mm -hmm. would, you know. So in that sense, might help him to talk. I, um, I don't know. I ain't, I ain't a fancy law-talking guy. I do wonder about the Russia thing in general. This is a in what bit sense? of a digression, but uh, it's okay because we're already 35 minutes into the episode. Yeah, we may want to cut some stuff that we had planned later. Um, well, uh, the thing I wonder about the Russia thing is this. We really want it to be true. Yes. It may well be true. But do we want it to be true because we don't believe that this could possibly have happened otherwise? Because it really could have. How do you, you mean like the Trump? The Trump presidency. No, it could have. It could have happened without this. This is a racist country in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Or at least a country that's willing to look the other way on racism. A, a, a country that is either racist. racist or is in so much pain 
that they may overlook the racism sure. that is there. But, you know, I mean, we thought we had crossed a major hurdle electing Obama, and there was some hurdle crossed there, yes, but also the economy was in the shitter and McCain was a terrible candidate, mm-hmm. you know? And then the economy was better and Romney was a terrible candidate. I mean, I think the, like... The thing that we all struggle with is um, we all know that if Trump ran like a Romney, mm-hmm. he would have lost. Right. There's no question. There, There isn't enough about his experience, his skill, any of the stuff that's right. there. So he took a very unique strategy mm-hmm. um, and hit audiences in a very unique and different way. Right. So the question really is like, was he or Jared or whomever smart enough to do that? Or was there somebody who had really studied it within an inch of his life who was able then to tell him how to do it? Right. Well, it's also like Trump lost. And mm. Trump came within a vanishingly small number of votes to really losing. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, if there was collusion, if there was interference by the Russians... If members of the Trump campaign were involved in that, that's criminal and awful and they should be prosecuted. But so many people made the decision to vote for him. And so many people saw that man say those things. And And they did it anyway. They did it anyway. Yeah. And Uh, that's that's a really unsettling thing to be around. I I remember having the discussion um, after the election. Uh, where someone said, um, ultimately, like they uh, they voted for Hillary, but they were faced with the with the situation of you could vote for Trump and he'll probably end up in jail, or you could vote for uh, Hillary and she'll probably be dead within a year. So in both cases, you're basically voting for who their vice president is, um, and. Arguably, those are both built on a decent amount of propaganda. We would tend to err on the side of Trump potentially maybe in prison. Uh, and we would have made that argument prior to him running for sure uh, to president for president. But when you talk about um, like collusion necessarily being the reason that he won, I think there's a difference between that and like even if he didn't collude at all. I don't think he wins without a uh, machine behind him that's pushing that type of narrative while he pushes it himself. Because it's one thing for him to say, oh, she looks sick. Sure. But if if he's saying, oh, she looks sick, and you are seeing an article a day from people saying, like, yes. I saw those articles. I'm just not stupid. Agreed, uh, I'm, but, like, but 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 you are you are a lot of stupid people in this country. There are a lot of stupid racists in this country. This in in many ways, this was an, the election was a, a wake up to Trump's ele- Trump's victory mm-hmm. was a tragedy, and it was a te- it, it will be a terrible thing that we deal with. But the the groundwork for Trump's victory is something we all have to own because a as white people we profited by it for years mm-hmm. and b 
Um, we didn't do anything about it. This is a failure of our schools. This is a failure of our uh, news organizations, of the media, which we are technically a part of, Dustin. Like, this is, this, so many things have failed here. Um, and so much about America failed here that, that allowed this. And we don't want to believe it, is my point. We don't want, in some ways, it is so shaking to us that it'd be so much more comforting if there was a, if there was a, uh, if there was a, 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 a an outside a force. shady yeah. Russian dude uh, puppet mastering from the Kremlin. Now, I'm not saying that Vladimir Putin didn't work hard. He put in some hours on yes. this. And there were a thousand paid trolls in, in Russia. And they were definitely targeting fake news towards fucking uh, uh, certain areas of the country uh, in swing states. Absolutely, that happened. It may well have happened with the not only tacit approval of the campaign, but with the help of the campaign. Mm. That would be very bad, but and and would hopefully end his presidency. But whether or not it did, the things that allowed that to happen are going to be there. Yes, and they're some of the there's some of the same roots of some of the greatest injustices that have fueled this country's uh, growth and expansion for years. I agree. And that's all. That's all, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't got more. This is hilarious. No, I, I, I understand where you're coming from. At a certain point, like, um, I was having a conversation with someone recently uh, about this. And um, I, I was having a conversation with your wife about this. Um, and uh, it hit a point where everybody is beginning to be like, I, I need to avoid looking yeah. at political stuff. I need to, like, as much as I am angry about it, at a certain point it's overtaking me. Right. In a... Uh, so you... If, if you focus too hard on it, you'll just get depressed all the time. Um, so I understand why this episode isn't as funny as some of our normal ones, uh, hopefully can be. Um, but, and I think that you are right about everything that you are saying. Um, what I, what I think happened was there was a situation where people felt a ton of pain. Folks like you and I didn't understand that pain. We're unaware of that pain. And uh, Trump was able to identify it somehow, speak to it in a, like, in a way that we didn't think people would really believe. And because they were in so much pain, in the same way that we are in pain now, they were willing to suspend a certain amount of disbelief in the whole thing. They were willing to accept a certain number of things as fact um, and is true. And my hope with this whole thing is that um, there were a decent number of people, because um, let's not concern ourselves with the base. The base was going to do whatever they were going to do. It's the independents. It's the folks who voted for Obama that moved over. 
those people were experiencing that pain. And my hope is that going forward, um, they'll understand that that thing that that person said was true wasn't. And that type of thing won't happen in that same way again. Now, that being said, it'll happen in a different way. Because uh, what's true has begun to become meaningless. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't necessarily disagree with a lot of what you had to say. I'm not sure... You know, I'm not sure I buy the pain narrative simply because it's a narrative. And at this point, I was thinking the other day, um, I don't know. I don't. I know a few people who voted for Trump, but they are all relatives of mine mm-hmm. um, who through marriage. Um, and I don't have any friends who voted for Trump. I don't have um I don't have any friends who don't have college degrees. Thirty five percent of the country has a college degree. Mm-hmm. The odds of that are extraordinarily unlikely. I don't have any thirty five percent of of the country of, of of adults our country. Yeah. Have a Which? Co- have a college degree. Thirty five percent of adults. Of adults. Okay, so you're not factoring in any like children who didn't have an option for yeah no no and I'm not factoring in my Doogie Hauser friends either mm-hmm. like 35 percent of adults have a college degree mm-hmm. I do not know any of the 65 percent who don't I mean you know like statistically in a relevant amount right yeah it's it's incredibly unlikely that the hundred or so people I know well enough to know whether or not they have a college degree would all have a college degree mm-hmm. and it's but but that's because you you know a homogenous group. I do, which is also very uh, weird because I live in a very non-homogenous area. But virtually none of my friends are Hispanic. Virtually none of my I have a couple Asian friends, a couple hmm. African American friends, but relative to the fact that New York is majority minority, mm-hmm. I know a lot of white people. I mean, you know a lot of the people that you know right now because of improv. and Yeah, 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 absolutely. That is a relatively homogenous yeah. group. Well, it's like saying to a lawyer, like, you know a lot of people with JDs. Yeah. Right. Right. But the point, the point I'm angling towards is, like, we're not... We're not... That, that story isn't a story. That's just me being part of a tribe. Yeah. And I don't think... I think most people are just part of, like... 100 person tribes basically and i don't think i so i kind of reject the narrativization of the idea that there's like a them and they have a lot of pain and an us and we didn't like there's I, there's, I, there's all kinds of intersections and all kinds of like factors and all kinds of like craziness that drives people to vote certain ways trump managed to knit together like enough of those 100 person tribes for different reasons. He was more charismatic than Hillary Clinton. He was funnier than Hillary Clinton. He was uh, somebody who was willing to be brash and ugly, and people saw that as honest. I don't know that it needs to be much more than that. Like Those are the things that like kind of attach themselves to people I, I, in general. I don't... 
I understand exactly where you're coming from, but here's where I think you're wrong. Please. Is that like, um, there was a bar that we had set for presidents right. prior to that. Um, and this was the first time that we have said, you know what, we're going to lower that bar pretty significantly. Sure. So the question really is, what causes that bar to lower? Like, what makes you go like, you know what, dignity isn't important anymore. Respect isn't important well, anymore. I think you're, you're viewing it, though, from your perspective. Like, these, like uh, other people wouldn't vote for somebody they thought, wasn't undig- they thought was undignified. I've seen plenty of the other side of the media. It's like with, with pictures of Donald Trump where he looks fucking dignified, mm-hmm. where he's standing there beneficently smiling and doing whatever like you do when you're dignified. Like if you, if you say to a Trump voter, do you think Trump is dignified? I'll go, sure, whatever. They don't, dignity is not, is not the question they're even asking. Right. But I mean, like, like if you said, like if you said to a Trump voter, is Trump dignified? You would get, even if you're being optimistic, an 80% success rate. Sure. If you said to an Obama voter, is Obama dignified? You would get a 99% success rate. Okay, sure. So whether or not like a certain percentage of the folks are willing to buy into that, a decent percentage of the other, like there's enough of the people who are aware of his faults. When you talk like, you know, Everybody who I know, with the exception of one person who did vote for Trump, voted in a, like, I don't know, um, mm-hmm. kind of way. Because they were like, well, I don't trust this other side, and maybe he'll do an okay job. And my point is that I don't, I don't know that there's ever been a time in history where, I don't know, okay, um, was it acceptable response even like even when bush got elected like and we all thought he was a goddamn moron um i i think there were folks who like uh, i think the percentage of folks who um were doing it holding their nose was far see i think i think the last person that people voted for as a president was reagan reagan won landslide victories when reagan reagan People, this country got behind Reagan. I, I, I think, I think people, Reagan. I think people voted for Obama. No, I think people voted against McCain and against Bush. I, I disagree, but I Bush was a vanishingly unpopular, like mm-hmm. incredibly unpopular. Um, at the time he went out, the economy had crashed. People wanted something new, but and and they didn't want McCain, who ran a terrible campaign. Mm-hmm. Um. Obama ran a very good campaign, but I don't. I I, th- I think people were voting for change. That was like one of the words, you know, that Obama used. But I don't think they were voting for Obama. They were voting against something. Same thing with with Clinton. They were voting against the first Bush, mm-hmm. you know, and ag- really against Dole because Dole did not do yeah. good work. Um, I, I think know. I think we, we should move on. Yeah, uh, I I mean I think realistically we have to blow out the rest of our show and get to our opposite effect. Uh, yeah, since l- we are I mean let me it. let me just talk quickly about voting. Okay. Um, because it's it's good news. Mm-hmm. I mean it's not great news, but it's good. Um, the uh, Chris Kobach, uh, head of the uh, Voter Integrity Commission that Donald Trump has put together, heading it up with Mike Pence, 
uh, sent a letter to all 50 states saying, I want your entire voter file, um, which is, you know, the information you get when you're trying to suppress the vote in different areas. Potentially. Potentially. The voter file uh, has uh, your name, it has your party affiliation, uh, has the number of times you voted. doesn't have you, who you voted for. That's still a secret. But it's got your party affiliation. Um, it has where you're registered, but not granularly. It's got the last four of your social and uh, your address. But So if you're registered in a couple places, they might be able to take you off. But they also might be able to take a lot of people with your name off. And then if, yeah. you're, if you're a Democrat, that works out for them, don't it? Um there are a number of ways they could use that data nefariously, and there's no real good reason for them to have it. So far, 46 states have kind of told them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, it's a little... That number, like, it depends on who you want to pick. Yeah, the 46 uh, states have all, uh, are, are in some way non-compliant. There's about 12 to 25 that are fully non-compliant, depending on how you count their Right, compliance. and the rest of them are just basically like, look, the law doesn't allow me to give you this, Yeah. so I'm not going to. Right. Like, I'll give you what's public, but I'm not going to give you anything... It's right. against the law in my state. Secretary of State of Mississippi said in his official statement, go jump in the Gulf of Mexico. Yep. So, uh, I mean... Was it Kentucky who said there's not enough bourbon in Kentucky to, uh, yeah. <laughs> to get me to do this? There, there's... That's good. That is a good thing. I wanted, I wanted to give us a good thing. Yeah. So, uh, we'll move on from that um, to our opposite effect for the week. Uh, Nobody... Respects women more than Donald Trump. Not a soul. Not one soul. And that is why... He, he doesn't want to insult them. He doesn't want By to giving them, them an equal amount of money as well. Yeah, he, he wants to pay them what they're worth. What his respect is no, worth. I, I think you're wrong. I think what he's saying is that, like, you, woman... Yeah. You are so powerful... Right. ...that I think that you can do what a man can do with less money. Ah. So I'm... I have so much faith in you that I'm going to give you less money than men because I think you're that capable. Now, what we're dancing around here is that under uh, President Trump, the White House gap in pay for staffers has tripled. Men make way more in the White House than women. And that's, there's always been a gap in pay. Uh, it narrowed considerably under Obama, but now it has gone way up. In just the first months of the Trump campaign, uh, Trump administration. Now, so, now so that's I, great. Now I wonder if Ivanka fucks that up <laughs> because, because she, doesn't she doesn't make take a salary. She doesn't make a salary. So I wonder if like she's fucking up yeah, the math but for everybody. But Jared Donald does. Trump doesn't take a salary either. Yeah, and I think Jared doesn't either. Yeah. So you know, fuck these people is the point. Um, it is a small data set, uh, as Dustin points out. People could be skewing the the median, but. Whether or not that's the case, there still is. It's, it is a useful highlight in the fact that there is still a pretty big uh, uh, gender pay disparity. And so, for this week, we'd like to ask you to uh, support, uh, to join us in supporting um, the National Organization for Women Now, which is doing a lot of work in that space, as well as a lot of other women's issues. Uh, and they're a great organization. They've been around forever. Go to nownow.org and check them out. Toss them a few bucks if you can. Uh, you'll be doing something good. Yeah. Uh, and for the record, I was I was joking about the 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 woman thing. We know Dustin. Okay. I don't I don't want to get letters. But if you are going to send letters, 
send them to contact us at theoppositeeffect.com. Yeah. Or stop by our Facebook page. And the go Opposite on Effect. iTunes and rate us, please. Yeah. Tell us, uh, tell us only good things, though, because yeah. if it's leave bad... A, leave a comment. Yeah. A, glow, a glowing comment. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see you soon. See you next time. Bye.